0: Hello and welcome to another episode of My Favourite Game from the Honest Football Podcast. On the show this week, we've got the brilliant coach, Ali. Uh, Ali has been on our show before. She has taken part in our coaching series. You should definitely go and check that out. as a brilliant episode as well. Um, But today, Ali's going to talk to us about her as a a fan and as a football player. Um, I don't want to reveal too much, but Ali is a Spurs fan, so we talked quite heavily about last season. Um, and also, Ali is uh, played football, obviously in the women's game. So we talk about that, and we hear about a, a few cracking goals that she scored, and, and just the sort of journey of maybe playing football a bit later in, in life, really. And it's a fantastic story. So um, I won't reveal too much, but I, I'm really excited to share this episode with you. Um, give Ali a follow. You can hear all about her sort of social media places and where to find her in uh, in the episode. Um, it is a brilliant episode, and yeah, enjoy. And don't forget, if you'd like to be part of this favourite game series, just give us a message at Honest Football 3. So hello and welcome to uh, another episode of My Favourite Game. We've actually got a returning guest, uh, which is our first ever one. So hopefully we didn't, uh, didn't scare you off before. Uh, we've got Coach Ali, uh, also known as Ali Speechley. So um, Ali was on a few weeks ago and uh, we had a, a fantastic in-depth conversation about, uh, about football coaching, various levels of the football pyramid. So if you haven't checked that out, please, please do. That'll be in the, the notes below. But uh, Ali, thank you very much for coming on the show. Really appreciate you coming to talk to us about your, uh, your favourite football match.
1: Um, Hi, thanks for having me back.
0: Uh, So Ali, the first question we ask everyone is basically where your your sort of love of football began. I know you mentioned it briefly um, in terms of you as the the football coach, but I imagine, you know, just from talking to you and how passionate you are about football, that it must have started before you sort of became a a football coach. So, yeah, just tell us about your footballing journey and where that sort of led you to and who you support now, etc, really.
1: Yeah, so um, I have loved football for as long as i can remember i feel like everyone says that but it's true i've got photographic evidence um there's a photo of me playing football when i was about five years old right um in a garden i don't even think it's my back garden but um and I'm in my summer dress and my little shoes and I'm still just running around kicking a ball with and what unfortunately what I've actually cropped out of the photo bless him is my twin brother right um so my twin brother Chris is with me and we're we're kicking a ball about and I basically love football since yeah since I was about four or five years old um I used to play at primary school in in the lunchtime um and then I didn't. I wasn't allowed to play for the school team because I was a girl, unfortunately. Right. Um, and then secondary school, I went to an all-girls school and played hockey because we didn't really have football. We tried to start a team, but there were never any other goal teams for us to play, and they wouldn't let us play the boys. Mm. I think mainly because they were just in, like they just the social embarrassment of being beaten <laughs> by a girls' team. I think that's what scared I, I, them off.
0: I've been that side of it a couple of times, and I wasn't a bad footballer as <laughs> a kid. And yeah, there is there's no coming back from that, to be honest. So in some ways, they're probably so, prevention rather than actually uh, yeah yeah being at the hands of
1: it. So yeah, yeah. They, yeah, so they didn't let us play any boys' teams. So we, yeah, I, hockey was more my thing at secondary school. Right. Um, and then at university. I uh, didn't join the team. I don't think I really had the confidence to do it. I think I felt I hadn't played properly before. I just felt a bit intimidated. Mm -hmm. And it it wasn't literally until I was 30 years old that I was having a kickabout with some colleagues in the park after work one day. Um, And these two Canadian girls ran over and asked me to come and try out for their team on Clapham Common. Oh, okay. and so I just, and I was a bit like, "What well, me? And they were like, yeah, yeah, come, come and try out. Um, and I went and it was just so, it was such a beautiful moment for mm. me to see other women playing football. Yeah. Because I didn't even realise it was a thing. And I was mm. 30 years old and I didn't realise it was a thing that all these women <laughs> played football all this time. Yeah. because it just hadn't been a thing when i was younger
0: well, well i um, think we mentioned that before didn't we that really it was only the very very big games that would be on the tv and and the exposure i suppose for women's football i know it's boomed recently but it was quite limited yeah. wasn't it? probably yeah in, in, when we were growing up in that sense so yeah
1: yeah and we talked before about not underestimating the power of seeing yeah. someone like you doing something you want to do mm. um and I'd never seen it before. And then it was there in front of me on Clapham Common. And and I ended up playing with this team um, called Clapham Kicks for three seasons. And every Sunday, you know, we would turn up and there'd be mm. all these women's teams playing football. And it was amazing. And I loved it. Um, and then that's kind of how I got into coaching through that, which I talked yeah. about last time. But um, in terms of me as a fan, so I am a Spurs fan for my yeah. sins i can't be accused of glory hunting
0: no 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 no, no.
1: <laughs> there has been limited glory in yeah. my life um but um i i'm from southeast london i'm from lewisham in southeast london so if yeah. i right i should be like palace charlton Millwall. yeah um and i'm a tottenham fan for a really bizarre reason which yeah go on is, then what, what is that yeah go on <laughs> It's got nothing to do with football.
0: Right. Um, oh, Okay. That, that's even more intriguing. Yeah. That's, it, that's the sort of stuff we want on here. Go well,
1: on, go on. Except it has, because obviously, as I always say, football is like anything. It's about people.
0: And yes. It's got,
1: yeah. it's got a lot to do with people. So basically, um, I've got twin brother, as I said. And when we were about seven, eight years old, um, one of our, we've got three older sisters yeah um and they're about six years older than us right and so when we were about eight, eight years old and my sisters were teenagers one of my sisters really fancied this boy who was right. a massive spurs fan <laughs> and so and and in fairness to her as well like she her, she was quite a big gary lineker fan <laughs> and um, because this was all around. so i was born in 1982 Believe it, it's true.
0: I was about to Um, say, no one ever believes
1: me, no one ever believes. me I was about to say
0: the same things, (laughs) yeah. I've got to be careful the way I word it, but yeah, no, no, I'm not, uh, I, I wouldn't believe that, but yeah, go on, carry on. But
1: yeah, and so, my one of my earliest memories about sort of. Um, football was actually Italia 90, it was the 1990 yes. World Cup, so in fairness to my sister, it wasn't all because of this boy, like she was a Gary Lineker fan as well, but so obviously of Spurs connection, but um, she she basically decided that she was going to support Tottenham, and so me and my brother were like, well obviously, we're going to follow suit, Yeah. so yeah. Um, I started supporting Spurs when I was eight years old, because mm. my sister did, and it stuck ever since, right,
0: so in terms of that, then obviously going through from sort of being a Spurs fan, you know, you had the '90s, which was a fairly um, what's the polite way of putting it, rollercoasterish sort of in the sense <laughs> of you know some cracking players, gazzar you know, Gary Lineker getting to the FA Cup finals, et cetera. and then mm. probably a bit more you know tumultuous. Then there was there was a, there was a uh, you know Christian Gross in charge. You know, there's been quite a <laughs> been quite a, a, a tumultuous time really to be a Spurs fan in the '90s when it really in that sense.
1: Yeah, and I think also. It's probably worth mentioning as well. Like I didn't, so to this day I still don't have like Sky Sports or BT Sports. No, we. Don't, like we I don't didn't either. have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We keep didn't that revolution have any as well. going as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: keep the radio alive. Mm. No. Exactly. So yes. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't. We didn't have those channels growing up. So I. I remember watching. I can't kind even of remember what it was called, but there was this um, program that used to be on Channel Four that was, like, all about Italian football.
0: Gazetta Italia. That was it. Right. And you you okay. had James Richardson, the um fellow. He used to have, like, a pink newspaper, didn't he? And he was, yeah. yeah. I, I remember that. So yeah, that, was,
1: that was basically the beginning of my football education. Yeah. Because I just used to watch that on this tiny TV screen um, in, like, my mum's bedroom. Yeah.
0: And because well,
1: no one el- Because we had a bigger TV, but no one else wanted to watch that. No.
0: no. I mean To be honest... Not though- even my brother. No. The thing was, Italian football back then, though, that was like probably the way that maybe even the English Premier League is viewed now, isn't it? And it was like the pinnacle of European football because, I mean, to be honest, I, I never really liked.
1: List. It was the business.
0: Yeah, was, I never really I liked...
1: Remember loving the screaming of the common. Yeah, that's it
0: yeah. Goal, that's it. yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Because to be honest, I never um, I wasn't a you know, I didn't really follow a particular club. But when Gazza went to, because I used to, I mean, I used to adore Paul he was You know, he's still net today this day the best football I've ever. What a legend! What's and a when legend. He, when he went to Lazio, you know, he sort of, uh, you know, I, I sort of became a. A secondhand Lazio sort of fan and then yeah, yeah, yeah. To Rangers etc but that period of 90s in the head like David Platt at Sampdoria there was just some it. of the best players in the world were there Baggio Amazing. people like that so yeah I don't think it was the worst education to have but obviously it's quite a difficult one to relate to when it's in a different part of the and course.
1: also because my so I am part Italian as well right so my oh, okay. grandmother is Italian Um and so um, because you know, until if we're honest, relatively recently. Well, apart from '66, um, obviously, when I wasn't alive. But uh, until relatively recently, England haven't been that great. Um, no. England men, I should say, haven't yeah. been that great um, in terms of World Cups. And so I always used to like claim dual heritage. I was about to I,
0: say, <laughs> used to roll you, around. You mentioned at the beginning, and you I went the glory you- hunter, Ali, and I'm starting to <laughs> because we sort of gone from. Oh, no. Italy, <laughs> in their pomp, to uh, no, I'm joking when they got to the world cup final, yeah. etc. But yeah, that's just just coincidence, isn't it? Anyway, no, in I'm fairness, joking.
1: I think the main no, 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 it's true. You've, you've exposed me immediately, <laughs> no, 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 on, on, no, 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 I'm like, on, oh, on this on, on a global stage now, right? <laughs> your audience for your podcast, I, I would, I would you can go anywhere it, on the internet, you
0: know. I, say, <laughs> I would call this global to be honest, it is uh, but yeah, no, go on, you're saying, yeah, go on,
1: no. So, what I was going to say is, in fairness, like, I did, I did stand by England, but they didn't qualify for the usa
0: no no so no.
1: i then did support italy during yeah. that one tournament um and then what i've what i've always maintained is that i'll support england until they go out and if <laughs> italy is still in it when england go out then i'll support italy
0: right um, it's not as long as you don't put on like an accent or something after that i think that's no, <laughs> yeah okay. and then
1: i suddenly just yeah become italian
0: yeah um,
1: no so but yeah but but um but Italian 90s, like, probably some of my earliest, like, mm. memories of, apart from, yeah, watching the sort of Sunday football, mm. but of watching kind of a tournament. That's definitely the first World Cup I remember. Yeah. And my most vivid memory is of um, having to go to bed, my cruel, cruel mother. So having <laughs> – I mean, I was, like, eight years old. Right. and um. Well, it was the summer, it's so probably like seven and a half or something, but I, I was relatively young and England had gone two one down to Cameroon and I went to bed convinced that we were out of the World Cup. Yeah. And I cried myself to sleep. Um oh. and then no, like genuinely. And then I woke up in the morning and on the it was just all over the radio and it was about how Gary Lineker had just done the unthinkable
0: yeah it was, you know quite late on wasn't it as well you know so obviously i uh, I, can, I can relate to that story but yeah you go on you finished first go on. It was, uh... yeah
1: and just like you know he'd he'd, he'd scored these two penalties and mm. and just got us back in it and, and we'd won but i i do remember crying myself to see thinking that's it around.
0: yeah i suppose that links quite nicely because obviously say that was around the sort of time you became a spurs fan as well so you know the whole because mm. obviously it was quite a you know two integral parts of that team were you know Gary Lineker and and Paul Gascoigne who obviously were at yeah, Spurs. Uh, yeah. You know, so I think it's uh, yeah. I know what you mean because to be honest, my um, when England got to the semi-finals of the Euros, obviously against Germany, my uh, my dad went out. I, I watched every game with him, but then he went out to the pub to watch the semi-final, which I'll never forgive him for because my <laughs> mum, bless her, like she was a football widow, but she didn't have a, the foggiest about football. She didn't have a clue about it, mm. and uh, I watched the first half. I mean, I, you know, I probably shouldn't have been up necessarily that late. Um, but I watched the first half and then she sent me to bed and this is like the semi-finals of the European Championships and uh, I got sent to bed so I, I think I think it was one did Germany score in the second half I can't remember from the top of my head anyway England one in up early didn't they so as far as I was concerned we were going through and we would play whoever in the final woke up and obviously I missed the whole Gareth Southgate thing everything never never forgave him for that it's uh, it's amazing what you hold on heart to breaking. sorry that's yeah, a bit of therapy breaking. there i probably didn't need to share that but it's, um, <laughs> it's good
1: it's good to get it out
0: <laughs> but yeah um, so yeah so obviously we've got up to the early, early 90s so obviously of you the football fan um if we fast forward mm. a little bit to sort of view the the sort of player what sort of player were you what position did you play i know you alluded to it earlier but um so mm. i'm going to link it to something else later on in a minute yeah. mm. so i um i
1: played uh three seasons and uh, as i said like i'd never played proper organised football until this point mm. so when i turned up for training um the coach said to me like what position do you play and i didn't have a clue because <laughs> i'd never played organised football so i said well i like i like to shoot i like to score goals um yeah. but and i'm not particularly quick but I mean, I was 30 in fairness and <laughs> not, really, not particularly fit, but I did get very fit playing football. Right. Yeah. 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 Very good. But at that, you know, that sort of first training session, I was a bit like, oh, no, I struggle the shoulders. <laughs> and so then in fairness to her, she she watched me play. Um, so I think in my mind I was sort of thinking I quite like shooting but I don't want to be the striker I right. didn't want to be the number nine <laughs> I mean, that's the pressure
0: if it's I'm honest pressure. this goes against <laughs> the the glory hunting sort of thing that you'd you, uh, image earlier but,
1: <laughs> no, but so yeah like so I, I, I think in my mind I was thinking like an eight or a ten and oh, okay
0: right Interesting.
1: I and um but centrally so that I could have the ball into my feet (laughs) and then I could just, and you know why actually, and it's only me thinking this through because you've asked me the question now. Um, It's because that's the position I would play in hockey where I'd play like center half. Oh, okay. And, and it's the playmaker, you know, it's the sort of, it's the spraying the balls and like balls and all of that. And, and I knew that position. I knew how to receive and turn. So would you say and you're more of
0: a Christian Eriksen then of the of the I mean, you know,
1: like obviously, if this is what I always maintain with with players that I coach now, I'm like, look, unfortunately, I wasn't allowed to play football when I was younger. Obviously, had I been coached from like <laughs> seven years old, I'd have played for my country. Which I mean have been it, can't, Italy or can't.
0: England? Can it really in that sense? Yes.
1: It could. <laughs> and no one can say that I wouldn't have. Because no, 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 you, you can't.
0: My... <laughs> No, you can't. I, mean, I agree. You can't argue with that at all. No, I think that's that's a fair comment. Um, okay, so that's quite interesting. And I'll sort of answer yeah, your so, question. Go so on, you that's go what first.
1: I wanted to... So that's, the, that's sort of like the position I had in my mind, but I didn't probably have the confidence. I was just happy mm. that someone was letting me come and play some football and not yeah, turning me away because I was a girl. So mm. I was a bit like, I don't know. Anyway, and in fairness to her, after a few sessions, she was like, Ali, I've got your position. You're number 10. Yeah. And I was like, great, made up for it. <laughs> and then started playing and then played a few games and scored. Scored right, a, at least a, one goal. Well, tell
0: us about um, that really quickly. Go on, I've got a quick side note. What, what, talk us through it. So
1: I don't know if this was because it's all a bit of a blur. Right, it's like three seasons merged into one. But I definitely know there was one goal that I scored from just outside the box where right. I did like top ins. It was, oh, right.
0: <laughs> was so, casual like, those so casual about it, so casual. yeah.
1: And I was like, oh my god! And I remember my teammates just coming over to me, being like but you've never played football before. And I'm like, well, I've <laughs> played football before. I just haven't played this football before. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so so um, I used to like, you know, that position. And then mm. what happened was the um, the coach, who I have to say, because you never know, she might listen to this, but she she <laughs> was a great coach. Again, I, I think you're I
0: overestimating know. what kind of people listen to this, but go on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, but I do owe her a lot in terms yeah. of like, getting like, like sort of reigniting my love for, for football as a player and then sort of inspiring me to go on and be a coach um, mm. but she sort of she did that thing that a lot of coaches like coaches do where they st- are still able to play she couldn't right. resist the urge yeah yeah <laughs> he was like i want to play and she was a number
0: 10 oh no So then what
1: happened was i ended up on you. the left wing
0: no, no you got <laughs> like, oh, that' is, that is awful <laughs> I'm surprised you organised it. I would not have had that. That is shocking. That is.
1: So so I ended up on the left wing, and the problem right. with me on the wing is, I've I've not really got any speed. Right. Well, no. I tell you what, I tell you what, I can get there. I can't get back. Yeah, so suppose... you either want me up there or you want me back, but don't expect me to do
0: up that. I'm yeah. not a wing back. Put it in that a, way. In the right system, that could work. I suppose can it? Is that, uh, is that doable? I don't know. No, I think but that's. I
1: I still used to cut in from the left and obviously score a goal. Obviously. Yeah, and,
0: and put one in the top top corner as you yeah, sort of said. Obviously. So um, I think that's I, I think that's fascinating on one hand, and also quite frankly, downright awful that you got bombed for the manager and and just got shoved out to. Le- no, I'm joking. No, no, that's uh, <laughs> no fair place, Yeah. Okay. The reason I sort of asked that was I oh, was sort of in that. There seems to be you know, if you don't know I'm saying, in your sort of football CV, there's like a a wilderness sort of period there between sort of being someone who played football loads at school and all of that and. You know, followed Spurs, etc., and then sort of Ali. You know, then becomes a football player, football coach a bit later on. Did you keep mm. much? You know, because obviously you played. You know, you said what positions you played and stuff. Did you ever just like play a, a bit of a kick around before that, or were you just like literally nothing, all or like all of it, then nothing, then back to all of it again, almost?
1: Um. So probably a bit of all of that. So effectively, I would I would play every day at school religiously at break mm. time. To the point where it upset my female friends because I wouldn't sit in circles and talk about dolls or what. You me to cut that bit out later on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, women in football. Hashtag women in football. I'm sorry. But no, like my friends, my friends genuinely, you know, um, at that age, didn't really, weren't really doing anything at playtime. No, and I no. wanted to be active. Um, and it did upset them that I didn't used to sit and chat with them. But I did, yeah. I played football every every lunchtime. So I went from doing that to then not really playing it at secondary school, but definitely watching it as much as I could mm. in terms of on TV whenever I could, like match right. of the day and all of that. I've, I've pretty much always watched match of the day. Yeah. Um, and I've always watched the major tournaments.
0: Right. Um,
1: and so I, I always watched what I could, um, but I didn't really play much of it in secondary school. We did have an after-school football club for a period of time, but it didn't yeah. really go anywhere. Um, and then, yes, there was definitely a massive gap, like at least a three-year gap, four-year gap when I was at university, um, where I didn't play at all. Mm. Um and my watching like my, my viewing of it was probably quite limited during that time as well. well um i might go to the pub every now and again with some of the lads to watch <laughs> like to watch um fa Cup final or so, you know something yeah. like that but it i think ju- at university would have been the time when i was definitely out in the wilderness yeah you
0: um no the reason then, i sort of say that is I just I find it fascinating then because obviously as one of the few times we will be serious in this conversation is obviously what we spoke about you know a few weeks ago about your sort of coaching thing and then your coaching thing, sorry, I've really demeaned it, your your coaching career, sorry, and um, and obviously what you, you know, even the way you went to sort of play football, scored goals in sort of top corner every every other week and that kind of thing. And I think it's, um, no, but I think that's a testament to probably you as a person, actually, you know, an inspiration to other people and, uh, you know, maybe there are people listening to this or we can try and get it out to, you know, people who maybe think that, I oh, it's too late to start playing football or something like that and, and get yeah. involved in football, so I know it's a bit of a slightly serious point, but actually I think that's a massive and that's the sort of reason I wanted to highlight that is that you know you hear so many stories, maybe similar to myself, who you know, you just play football until you get injured and then you can't play anymore. And actually it, that's not every people everybody's journey into football. You know, there's so no, many different routes there, And I think, so and I think you're that's absolutely
1: right. Point. You're absolutely right. Like it is never too late. It is never too late. And even now, like I joke, but um even now I started I don't think I could play walking football. For the pure reason, because it's hard, it's really difficult. So first of all, to fight the urge to run, I mm. just can't. And but also, like tactically, like strategically, you have got to be switched on. Yeah. Because you can't run, so you have to. Th- there's no mistakes. Your first touch is everything. Like, well,
0: I'll be honest. Actually, I'll, I'll like, just...
1: people make the take the Mickey out of it. But if you try and play walking football, yeah, you understand.
0: That would quite. I oh, to am be honest, though, starting that,
1: to reach an age where walking football might no, be.
0: No, 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 don't say that. No, no, no. I think it's, um. yeah, I think it's quite difficult. Although, to be honest, even when I was playing football properly, I, I sort of played at a walking pace. So I was quite... A bit that a super, No, no, I was I a was, uh, meathead center <laughs> off. So, when you needed to be. Well, no, the thing was, it was anything in behind me and I was done for, that was it. So <laughs> I sort of like, I didn't <laughs> oh, even bother chasing... Gone. Yeah, it was honestly, I'd be too high up the pitch and it would be like, oh, no, not again. So it'd be a little bit like... Uh, I wouldn't even bother chasing it because I thought it's a bit, I'm slogging a dead horse with this, you know, I've got, uh, I've got no time <laughs> to get back, but no, no, I'm joking. But no, I think, um, no, I think that's, that's you know, it is there's so many roots in the game now, I think that's something that, that you know, yeah, uh, is a fantastic thing, but anyway, back to you, we've sort of digressed on to sort of talking about the, uh, the FA and that there. Um, so in terms of, well, before we go into your favourite ever football match, just in terms of, being a Spurs fan and maybe your current assessment of them now. Obviously, we're recording this just before Christmas, um, so there might be a few. Who knows what happens in a few weeks in, in Premier League football? But so sort of at the minute, how do you sort of see Spurs in terms of where they are currently? Are you a bit worried? Are you happy with where everything is? Was you know, do you know what I mean? Like was last year just a massive overachievement, or are you a bit disappointed that they haven't quite reached maybe the same heights as that?
1: Um, so I've well, asked you about
0: eighty-five questions. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, Where's start
1: Let's just, just talk um, about Spurs. Is I mean,
0: what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: my my friend um because obviously we had the champions league draw and my friend in the old spurs chat was like we're gonna win the champions league lads we're gonna do Mm. it we're actually gonna do it this year now um dare to dream like let's hope that we can
0: so ali so let's get to the the point while you're sort of really here which is to talk about your favorite ever football matches now uh, i've gone plural there because normally we only give people sort of one match but given the uh, experience you have in the in variety of different uh, spheres of football. Um, just, yeah, if there's any sort of football matches that stand out for you as a player, as a coach, and as a football fan, really. Um, you know, obviously in terms of the details, don't worry too much about it if you don't remember scores and stuff. What we try and get in, sort of tap into a bit more, is like the emotions that come attached to it. Do you know what I mean? So so yeah, just tell us about I don't mind which order you want to do it in, um, whether you do it as a player, as a coach, or a fan, in whichever order you want to do, really. So yeah, just just tell us about your favorite ever football matches
1: yeah i mean and as you say like football is an emotional sport and yeah. sometimes it's kind of a bit funny how that kind of it it can be all consuming can't it mm. and oh, gosh, i, yeah. I hate i hate a and i'm sure there's lots of football fans that will agree with me i hate a saturday 12:30 30 kickoff mm. for my like for spurs for my team that i support because it makes or breaks your weekend mm. because if they win you're buzzing but if they lose, like you've still got the rest of the week. Like you're not interested in match of the day on a Saturday no. night. Like it just kills it.
0: Oh, it does. Yeah, um, I, I, I always record it, and then the moment which happens quite a lot recently, I uh, see West Ham get a thumping, so I end up sort of deleting it. So it does. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't even watch it. Have you ever tried to watch it without knowing the scores, by the way? Just because I, I, was talking about this at work the other day, and it, people were looking at me like I had two heads, as if that's just the most unholy thing to do. But because I don't have Sky Sports or anything. Occasionally, yeah. if I don't know, Do you know what? I'll try In and get to age- like Sunday morning or so without watching it, and then yeah, go on. Sorry, In you're the gonna
1: age say, age of like mobile phones and like instant information i find it hard to avoid the scores because i just i you know i am addicted to my phone i am one of those people so i'm either on twitter or i'm on bbc sport or another football app i've got that tells me all the football scores so i always sort of because i'm looking out for spurs all the time because if i'm Mm. not watching and i'm listening but if i can't do that for whatever reason usually coaching then i will just like get the update on my phone yeah um and the worst thing is is that I get I get um, three separate updates for Tottenham from three right. different apps. Oh, no, oh, no. So when we score, it's amazing because my phone just keeps vibrating and telling yeah. me that Harry Kane is amazing, which I already know. Can
0: you Barry? Do you say it? <laughs> it was, uh, but yeah.
1: And then, um, but then if we've conceded, <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know we're losing. <laughs> Shut up, phone. But yeah. So I so very rarely will I watch um, match of the day not. Knowing, I'll never be able to watch it not knowing the score. Very rarely will I watch it not knowing any of the scores. Um, I'll usually have an idea if if the team has won or lost, even if I can't remember the exact score. Um, But my my brother often tried to do that, Uh, he would often watch it. and I think
0: sport, I just like that element of surprise like even the FA Cup draw I always cover up the numbers so as they come out I would put like a, <laughs> like, like a jumper it's really sad I'm not really painting a good picture of myself here but I like to cover up the numbers so when the numbers come out I have no idea who's who until it appears in the bottom it's quite... Because yeah, what good. happens is you see 42 and then you sort of look to the left and you miss the whole sort of thing that goes with it because you're trying to find out oh, 42 is Bournemouth or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So, um, But yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ali. Back to your, your favourite game. We sort of digressed. So,
1: well, seeing as I've chatted about Spurs, let's start with me as a fan. Um, yeah, go for it. So, I, I think I have to go because my memory's not the best, to be honest. So, I think, to be honest, I would have to go with the... Ajax 2, Tottenham 3 Yeah, <laughs> in the Champions League. And I know that's a bit of an obvious one. No, I can but... hear the groans already.
0: <laughs> but you but, could have gone, but you know, it was just as good a game. You know what I mean? There was, but there it was quite a few different. you could have chosen, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah, but it is different because i tell you why. I didn't see any of it. I had to oh, listen right. to it. Oh, okay. Now that's there not is nothing more painful <laughs> than listening yeah. to football on the radio.
0: Like, you no, know, I do know what you mean. It is, it's difficult because you, you, you try and pit, mentally picture it, but you're never going to be accurate, are you, when you, you listen to your yeah, radio? Yeah, but and...
1: also, like, the the thing is, is that because they sort of have to, because it's part and parcel, and in a way I do love it, but because mm. they sort of have to, um, commentators on the radio just get really excited and scream about everything, and then actually all that's happened is it's gone out for a friend. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it is, was...
1: And you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> and you can't <laughs> breathe. You get put, put through
0: the like, middle, don't you?
1: yeah and so imagine then that game (laughs) being described via the radio it was unbearable Mm. ultimately amazing but it was just intense and i know that because there were then a lot of memes and stuff going around about how i mean just generally last season like tottenham's champions league run was a fairy tale and it's in a way it's a shame that they didn't go on to win it because that is the Amazon documentary that we all wanted to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to but, be honest,
0: i think. Go gone.
1: But, um, but you know, it was it was a roller coaster, and um, I know that yeah, lots of stuff went around on the, on Twitter and the internet stuff about how you know watching Spurs is like not good for your heart, and you know <laughs> everyone feels like they're having heart attacks and stuff. But honestly, try listening to it. Yeah, because it was painful. It was so painful, but. Um, like I said, ultimately, it is a very good memory, um, and yeah. it's one of my favourite games because it was just everyone loves a comeback, and uh, like I said, it was such a, it was so unexpected. Of that's the thing. To do that. Like we're Spursy, we don't do that. No, we should never have got that far. Let, like, well, I think that
0: game. if you don't me saying, what adds to it was the fact that probably going into it. Even though I agree what you're saying about the whole sort of Spursy thing is, no one really gave Ajax much of a chance. Not they didn't give much of a chance, yeah. but do you know what I mean? They were probably underdogs going in, so it was the yeah, one time were the Spurs were going. The with ones a bit to make of, the comeback. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, it just—I think what I loved about that game is it just completely flipped everything you probably know about football on its head for the best part of 15 minutes. That you know, that, that whole sort of period, it just just flipped yeah. football, everything you know about it. You know, everything just went out the window for for that last part of the game, didn't it? So I think yeah. it's... Uh,
1: so not, not only was I listening to this, like, hysteria on the radio, but I was also having people um, WhatsApp me. Yeah. And if you listen to football on the radio, you will also know that it's usually a little bit delayed. Oh, gosh, so, that's the worst, isn't it? Yeah. That is, that is So nightmare. I was getting all these messages, and I was like, what's happening? And so um, I remember someone messaging and being like, potches on the, Potch is on the pitch, he's on the floor, he's on the ground. And I'd be like, <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. Like, why is Pot- and you know, it was obviously because he thought the game, he thought that far- when the goal went in, the, the third goal, he yeah. thought it was full time. Right. <laughs> and so it was a bit like, they're all on the pitch, they think it's all over. <laughs> but it wasn't. Yeah. And. So that was quite funny as well, but I couldn't see any of this. So I was just like, what? "What?" And the commentators, bless them, they were doing their best, but because they were so shocked by what they'd witnessed, mm. they were sort of struggling to describe it, and so nothing was really being narrated. It's just sort of a <laughs> of like, noise in it, almost. Tell me, yeah, yeah tell me what's happening. Um, so it's like a really fond memory, but it's just quite like an amusing one as well. Of me, yeah,
0: now. yeah, of course
1: is this true? Can I believe it? No. <laughs> the other thing was my twin, my brother had gone to the pub. So this is another reason why this is a good game to talk about for me. Cause it tells you about me as a fan. Mm. I find it very difficult since I've become a coach and I've like understood the game better than I used to. I, I can totally, especially if I'm watching Spurs, I can switch off my coaching brain and just watch mm. it as a fan. But I find it very difficult if there's people around me who are chatting absolute
0: biscuits. Right, I guess. You can tell you you about the kids with that one comment alone—the fact that you've (laughs) you stopped in biscuits for another word. But yeah, go on.
1: (laughs) But if there's people like chatting nonsense, I can't. I can't be around them. And it really wound me up during the the men's World Cup in 2018, where Mm. this guy sat behind me. I didn't know him, and he was just like. Giving Delhi Ali all that, all game. You rubbish, you rubbish, you rubbish, you rubbish, you. Rubbish, rubbish. And then Delhi Ali obviously pops up with a header. Yeah. of course. But um, yeah, so he, so he'd basically been saying that he was, um, he was fucking useless. That's what his kept saying. Well, Delhi Ali, fucking useless. And I was thinking, mm, probably more useful than you
0: at this stage. That's, that's South East London accent come out a bit then, didn't it? So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then, then Delhi scored, and I just turned around to him and I went, oh, he's fucking useless, isn't he, that Because <laughs> I can't help myself. No, 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 but
0: myself. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, <laughs> so, I um, that's
1: what it's about, isn't it, in that sense? Yeah, so to be honest, like I really, since that World Cup, I, I've, I don't think I've watched anything. I'm, I've maybe watched one or two games in the pub. Also, the pub round the corner for me, there's this really annoying Arsenal fan, oh. and he's in there. Oh, like, no, don't let like, him put
0: you off going there. Oh, no, that's but, not... Like-
1: without fail he's there I don't even think he goes to watch Arsenal games I mean why would you
0: but no no, that's a good point um, I think we could be United on that front in fairness like he
1: he he literally only turns up to watch the Tottenham games to give Tottenham Mm. fans grief and I was just I can't be dealing with it sort of sums
0: them up as a bit of a club really in general doesn't it but anyway yeah that's another story for another time
1: it's a different podcast yeah but but yeah so I I've sort of given up Going to the pub, so I, w- I was listening to this game on the radio, and my brother was in the pub round the corner, mm. and he's phoned me, and he's like, "Oh my god," da, da, da. and I'm and then I just start crying, I just burst into oh, really? because of emotion. So I didn't because the thing is, I know for a fact if I'd been watching it and I'd seen potch I'd have been gone. Yeah, I'd been yeah, crying yeah. from from early, but I couldn't see any of that. But I went like, anyway because I was just like. This is. This doesn't happen. I've supported Tottenham mm. since I was eight years old. Like, yes, they've won the odd cup, but
0: well, well this, in Cup, this, if I remember at one point, but yeah, that's quite. This.
1: Um, <laughs> this. Um, this, um, this sort of that spirit that fight that sort of coming back from when you think all is lost like we're mm. Spursy we don't do that do you know what I mean? Yeah. we do Spursy things where we should win and we lose and yeah you we sort win of and get, then we still lose anyway and that kind of thing
0: get beat by West Ham and then blow the league and that sort of thing but yeah I know oh, what you mean it's
1: lasagna, <laughs> lasagna game do you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> just, just all that jazz
0: yeah no, I know I know what you mean I
1: just, yeah, like, and I think you know the emotion just sort of, came. and then everyone comes out. Oh, there'll be a DVD about how you nearly won the Champions League. It's like, yeah, great. I'd watch it because it was <laughs> a <day. laughs>
0: it was, was some I game. But I was will...
1: Saturday Night Fever in the box for something. <laughs>
0: well, do you know what <laughs> was I was? Um, it was quite ironic because I watched that game. This is my little two sort of two pennies worth in there. I was I watched that game, but I was also so I was at um, I was at a different club coaching. And then my really? mate wanted me to come and help him coach this year, which we spoke about in a, another um, in that other episode. But I went to go and mm. watch one of their games towards the end of the season. And so mm. I was sat in the clubhouse watching the Spurs game and watching his game outside. And that game he was in was, I think they were 3 to up and it finished 5 all. And then you had the, the, and they both kicked off at the same time. And then you had the, obviously the climax of that Spurs game. It was probably the most surreal even in football I've ever seen. So i would seen like 10 it's goals on this, crazy. this like completely sort of non-league, you know, one of those like really tiny non-league rounds. You've got a stand that fits about 10 people. And then sat in the club. I was watching that as well. It was just like this insane amount of gold. Mental, and possibly yeah. the worst evening of defending I'd ever seen. But it was quite, <laughs> um, it was quite exciting at the same time. You know what I mean? so, so funny. But, yeah. but um, and also, wasn't
1: that? Didn't that follow the Barcelona Liverpool game?
0: Where Do you know what? You, you, you'll you obviously laugh at this but especially being a West Ham fan I don't watch loads of Champions League football so so, <laughs> so if I'm honest my like, is, I
1: hate the music
0: I'm not interested <laughs> it bores me it does bore me because to be honest as much as West Ham are pretty shite at the moment there, there's oh, I've there's got a, there,
1: a feeling that that was the following night Like it, might, they
0: would, it, it normally would be see I, I'm not much of a statue on that sort of thing but I think it's, I think um, th-
1: like as in I think the the sort
0: of amazing Liverpool comeback where
1: you know Trent did his quick, very clever mm. corner and all that that game, I think that was the Tuesday night, yeah, and we were on the Wednesday night, yeah, and so I think that was what was amazing about it as well is that every everyone was going on, everyone was still going on about the Liverpool game mm. because it was this amazing thing, and, everyone, and, no, and then you know no one had ever seen anything like it in football. And then Spurs were like,
0: hold my beer. (laughs) yeah <laughs> it was actually that week you're right it was that it was incredible it must have been that week i'm sure it was i think i did it i'm sure it happened i'm sure like, like the assembly, game it was on. the night before
1: and then spurs followed but i yeah. i also know that there are thousands of people who will yeah. correct me if i'm wrong
0: no no i think so i um, might
1: be wrong but i'm sure to be honest if they, people do happen.
0: you do want to say sort of get out a bit more all right you you can see the passion <laughs> of what we're trying to say if nothing else um <laughs> but yeah no i think uh yeah it was an incredible week of football but yeah no, so just um, just move moving on. Then obviously that was a, a fascinating game. Uh, to that, in terms of like as a player or as a coach, um, is there anything that sort of stands out, or or was just the whole experience amazing from beginning to end? If that makes sense.
1: I mean, obviously I've talked to you about top bins.
0: So. Well, yeah, I think we've we probably covered that one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, 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 and no, I'd, I'd happily hear about that goal again. There's nothing. I, 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 you know, you can never get bored of hearing about post postage stamp finish. To be fair, so. Uh...
1: I think one of my favourite games actually as a player was. We played, um, I think we played like Evanfield Town Reserves or someone. I don't know. We had to go, it was an away game and we were a South of London team and we had to go north and it just felt like we'd gone to the ends of the earth. (laughs) And we we all got nosebleeds. And we... I think it was a maybe, I don't know. I think it was a cut fixture or something because it must have been because it, it wasn't in our area. But anyway, mm. we'd gone, we travelled for this game and the weather was miserable. Yeah. Like hailstones. Miserable. And the pitch was classic Sunday league. So, mm. like, you couldn't actually see the centre circle because it was just a puddle.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, nope. that sounds like my type, um, type of game, actually. We're gone.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, Everything about it was, like, pretty horrific. And um, I was marking this girl, and she looked about 12. So I just sort of said to her, just out of interest, (laughs) how old are you? she was, like, 18. And I was like, okay. It's like you're a dormant on a pub
0: somewhere. Do you
1: know what I mean? I'm your (laughs) mum. I must have been 32. And I was just like, how am I marking an 18-year-old? I? <laughs> I mean, we did and say fa- favourite
0: game, not most sort no, of... No, 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 no. <laughs> so I'm
1: building it up, I'm setting the scene It's fine. God. Go on, go on. And, um, and I'm not... And I just want to make a point there because we had a player who played for us who was in her 40s and she's the fittest person I've ever yeah. known in my life. So yeah. I'm not saying that you reach reached a certain age and therefore you're done for. I'm not saying that at all. No, no, I'm no. just talking about my ability to sprint. Yeah. And... Um, Anyway, um, I just sort of tricked her. And I'm not necessarily proud of this. But basically, this just... I thought I said to her, I'm in my 30s. And she was like, no, you're not. And I was like, well, I am. And yeah. I led her to believe that, like, I had nothing in my locker. Right. And then, obviously, I did.
0: You give it so, girl rope, rope don't.
1: Like, <laughs> so one of <laughs> my sort of favourite memories was, basically, we won the ball back, like, in our defensive third. And then we we were working it up the pitch which involved me literally having to jump over this puddle right as <laughs> it was being played down the right and I was more central and I was and I was jumping over this puddle
0: yeah. and I
1: came I came in from the left and um and scored and the fact is you know what it went off my shin pad I'm going to No but
0: no one needs to know but, that no, they, they they know now but but, they, yeah.
1: it was on the volley
0: oh no and that's a different story yeah
1: net. so and it was amazing so and be
0: honest with me ali did you then go past this this 14 year old or whatever she was <laughs> i just did the
1: little well the thing is give my a, little, a little wink
0: or a little sort of fist pump or like that as you went passed
1: my celebration in general and i don't know where it came from because who who was watching me play no one but my <laughs> celebration in general just tended to be like the finger wag you know <laughs> you like you know you're telling
0: the fans, you know, yes. you
1: know, but you know why I am. Yeah. Um, so I was giving it all that because it was like, I don't know how, if anyone else feels like that about goal celebrations, but it's a bit like the old Alan Shearer, but you know what I mean? It's just involuntary. You don't, I don't yeah. think you, there are certain celebrations that obviously players think up in advance and blah, 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 but there are some that players just do consistently because it is just instinctive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, definitely. And for whatever reason, that was mine. I've made myself sound like a great person
0: now. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't want to say that you were sort of uh, gloating to a 14 year old, but that's not obviously that's not quite the full story. But no, no, I'm 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 joking. But yeah, but
1: the reason the reason that is my favorite game isn't because I scored a goal off, no, no, it's because, um, we were actually a player down for the whole game, right? 10 players the whole game, and we still won, we still won. And, and especially in those just, conditions like, it's quite the element and exactly
0: it's so satisfying it when you win up,
1: like it just sort of summed up sunday league as well yeah. whereby like it is what it is but you will get on yeah. with it and you make the best of it um do you then, know what
0: i, I think yeah. that's uh i think you've summed up 2 you've sort of gone from the sublime to what? the other end of the, <laughs> the sort yeah. of spectrum with two, those two great games it's like so.
1: instagram real life
0: yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, but that's what it is, isn't it? That's what football is. And I think we, we sort of, uh, we have not not a mantra, that's the wrong word. We have a little sort of tagline where we sort of say football is for everyone. And I think that your two games sort of sum that up, really. You've got the elite level of the game where you have five minutes <laughs> of absolute chaos. And then you've got the other end where mm. you're playing with 10 men on a pitch that you could probably swim on. And do you know what I mean? You're playing against the 12-year-old kid. So I think that's sort of, uh, it sums but up really what it is about in being. the belief both,
1: the belief. The belief in both that, like you, you, you have to come back. Like you've got exactly. to, you've got to dig in. Deep, and that's exactly but it. if you don't give
0: up, all is possible. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think it, it, what that highlights is the, the, like you say, the passion you need and the determination for both. You know, and it, the, actually, there's the feelings, the emotions, the, mm-hmm. the, the skill set. Almost is very similar. To be honest, I think um, in terms of the coach one, Ali. What we'll do is a, as a little teaser. I think what we'll do is we'll get you because um, it'd be great to get you to come back on throughout the season anyway. Uh, we'll hold fire on that one. And cool. uh, we'll we'll bring you back to obviously talk about that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, another date. I think that'd be brilliant, actually. So, so just okay. leave me to say, Ali, that you know, like that was genuinely one of the, the most fun episodes that I, we've done on this series. Um, I'm not. That was no. I'm not casting dispersions on the other people who've been on there. Uh, but that this has genuinely been brilliant. Um, Thank you so much for doing it. Just really quickly, and um, obviously, if people want to get in contact or follow you. And you know, we've had a more serious discussion in our coaching episode um, as well. So, if people want to get in contact with your network, can they sort of find you? I know you said you sort of on your phone a bit. So, you know, where's the best place to to follow? Yeah, you definitely. At?
1: So, I'm on Twitter as Coach Ali. I think it's. Uh, I think I have to put a couple of underscores in it. Yeah, I've got it. Someone here. else nick,
0: Coach Ali. Oh, did they? Oh, the slime. <laughs>
1: I didn't know that there's only one Ali speechly, so.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> um, I've got it as at underscore Coach Ali underscore. Is that right? Does that sound right?
1: Yes. So right. that's me on um, Twitter. I am on Instagram as well. I can't right. remember what that is, but um,
0: I will give, give it to it? you
1: and then. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll put so it. Twitter's probably
1: most useful for people because they can yeah. message, like they can DM me if they so wish
0: yeah i'll put that on the description but anyway your instagram whatever and and that as well so so yeah no do you know what you've been an absolute superstar and a great great um great guest to have on um thank you for having me i've
1: really enjoyed it